Mr. Puma was initiated by Srila Prabhupada in 1971. At that time, he was doing his PhD in religious studies at Temple University, which he eventually finished. Prabhupada um, asked him and the scientists in the movement to start Bhakti Alanda Institute for scientific preaching. Uh, we can preach Krishna consciousness in a scientific way. So he was involved with the Bhakti Alanda Institute. He and his wife lived in the Philadelphia temple for about 40 years. And he was a temple president there. He was pretty much the, the pillar of the Philadelphia community, hundreds of devotees there now. Um, he, he has written many scholarly articles in, uh, in many journals, um, Journal of Vaishnava Studies. He's been a regular contributor for Back to Godhead magazine. He published a book called Endless Love. It's a small book, but very potent. That was one of the first books I read in Krishna consciousness. And it was really, really profound, his, his writing. Uh, recently, he published the second book called the Srila Prabhupada, the founder Acharya of ISKCON, a GBC foundational document. Yeah, the GBC publishes. I wrote it. <laughs> so this is, uh, this is a very important document. We have copies of this book. Is how Prabhupada is... Um, is the preeminent Shiksha Guru, the instructing spiritual master for all devotees for the next 10,000, you know, for the rest of the eternity, for all the devotees. What is our relationship? Like next 20 years or so, no Srila Prabhupada, in the next 20, 30 years, none of the Srila Prabhupada's disciples who have ever seen Prabhupada or talked with Prabhupada will be alive on this planet. So how this, the, the succeeding generations will have relationships with Prabhupada and what is his position and role in our lives. So this is, we have copies of this. Um, he's also an initiating spiritual master of Diksha Guru in the International Society for Krishna Consciousness. He served at GBC for more than 30 years. He was the chairman of the Governing Body Commission. Um, um, and now he recently retired and from that responsibility and now he's living in Washington, D.C. Um, myself and my wife have tremendously benefited from his advice, his blog, he has a blog called So It Happens, Evam Bhaviti, um, which has been dormant for a little while, because he's new, new now. So, um, we just thought this would kind of be a formal, uh, in, informal uh, setting where we can just ask questions and hear from him. So, thank you. Hare Krishna. Uh, we have a, okay, any question? <laughs> I didn't come with any prepared speech or anything, so I just is, is said Q&A or meet and greet, did you call it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah go ahead, you can start. So, Rod Super, we know you always mention about Nam Abhas chanting, you know. So, Nam Abhas is offensive, so you're chanting. We're all chanting here, everybody's here chanting. Um, so Nam Abhas is offensive stage. Nam Abhas, you said, we hear one mantra at a time. And if we hear one mantra clearly um, and put our attention to that one mantra, mm. you, you teach in Japa retreats, that's mm -hmm. Nam Abhas chanting. So can you speak a little bit more about Nam Abhas and also, sure. and also Shuddha Nam? How do I know if I'm chanting Shuddha Nam at all? Mm -hmm. uh, Mahaprabhu says one who chants the holy name once, my understanding is that's the Shuddha Nam. Mm -hmm. uh, he chants one, he's a Vaishnava. Mm -hmm. How do I know if I've ever chanted Shuddha Nam or Nama Okay, that's that's a very good question. I mean, the whole the whole topic is really, really important because uh, in our, our most important deity is the Hare Krishna Mahamantra, the name of Krishna, because, because that's the way 
when I was in graduate school in religious studies, I had one professor who said uh, to us, just before I met devotees or anything, who said, uh, he said, the real question isn't whether or not God exists, he said, it's whether God is available. And I always remember that. And at the time I thought, yeah, you know, that's true because because if God exists and is not available, what difference does it make? Uh, and if he's available, that satisfies, that solves the existence question. <laughs> so I always thought that was the most important thing. And I remembered it when I first encountered devotees. Because the question is, how people want to know how God is there. How do you connect? How, how do you make a, you know, where, where's the, where you can't, you know, most people we can't see, hear, taste, touch, or smell God. We just accept it on some remote faith that somebody's there, you know. But uh, uh, I was interested in uh, experience. You know, how, how do you have direct uh, experience? And that, that's one of the things that attracted me to Krishna consciousness, because right away, there's a, immediately you can connect. Uh, and uh, and I, I had studied Hinduism. Uh, uh, in graduate school, I'd taken about three or four courses actually, uh, but it was all at that time they were teaching the Ram Krishna Mission version of Advaita Vedanta, which is, by the way, not Shankara's version either, but the Ram Krishna Mission version of Advaita Vedanta, uh, as this is what Hinduism is, uh, and uh, so when I met devotees. Uh, the idea that's very first time I went to a to a, a Sunday feast, they talked about engaging your senses. That your senses need spiritual engagement. From an impersonal point of view, that doesn't make sense. You ne- just negate the senses and everything. Uh, and uh, so, but I got interested. I got interested because he was telling us something, and he also actually gave a this early days in the movement very heavy lecture about following the four regular principles. And this is everybody around me was like students and hippies, you know, and they were like getting upset and I thought, wow, he's telling the truth. <laughs> so I got, that was the other thing that interested me. Uh, and uh, so this idea of giving your senses, you know, a spiritual engagement with the, the Hare Krishna mantra, I thought, let me try it and see what happens. Because I, I had decided, just getting around to the question, I had decided that that uh, that Buddha was right when he said that 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 uh, life is suffering, meaning material life is suffering. The cause of our sufferings are our desires. I, I agreed with that. And then he said you have to extirpate the desires, uproot them, pull them out. And I tried away a little bit, and not very much success, none at all. So this idea of controlling the senses with a spiritual engagement, I said, well, so let me try it. So I, I, I purchased a set of Joppa beads and uh, uh, somebody taught me how to chant on them and I, well, let me go home and see what happens, you know. With the idea really that I wanted to become free from material desires and it really worked. I, I mean, it happened very fast. In fact, it happened so fast I wasn't quite sure that I wanted to become free from material <laughs> desire so quickly. <laughs> and, and I didn't know what to do with myself. I mean, that's the only thing I knew how to do was chant, and I sort of didn't want to do the things I was doing with my, my friends. And, 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 and who were these Hare Krishna people? I mean, you know, they were a very strange lot. Uh, and I didn't know 
where they were coming from. Uh, but it was working. It really, it really worked very, very, very drastically. Then, well, anyway, uh, then, then uh, the, one of the, fir the first book I think they printed in the United States was the Isha Upanishad. And I read that. Uh, Prabhupada's Isha Upanishad, and that was the thing that convinced me. It just like took me from being a Mayavadi to uh, to a Vaishnava, and, and I, that was another thing. Another book I'd read a bunch of times, and nobody knew what it meant. And Prabhupada explained it very clearly. And here was this like very profound theology, and it was in simple language. And uh, in fact, it was the best thing I'd ever seen. So that that gave me real real conviction that. Uh, thing. Uh, the, the reason I, I actually the Hare Krishna Mahamantra in the beginning had such a really was quite effective was actually I was chanting uh, uh, Namabas rounds uh, because Haridas Thakur explains there, there's three uh, uh, platforms of chanting Namaparad Namabas uh, and Shudanam. The, the, the name is in, in those three ways. And, and uh, Nama, uh, and he explains, it's explained that, that when, when you're uh, uh, chanting the Hare Krishna mantra, when you're making offenses against the holy name, and we're not trying to do anything about it, then what's manifest is Namaparad, just the offensive name, and Bhaktivinoda Thakur says about that, the the holy name is no better than letters of the alphabet. The potencies are not manifest. You know, I mean, Lord Chaitanya says, "Nam namakari bahuda nija sarva shakti You put all your potencies in that name, but you have to access them, and that, therefore there's a, a practice, there's a sadhana. And sadhana means very simply chanting the Hare Krishna Mahamantra while trying to give up offenses. Uh, uh, so, and that's called chanting on the clearing stage. And what's manifest is th th this nam abasa. The word abasa, Sanskrit, refers to the reflection of light or the projection of light into the darkness. We can't see the sun, but the sunlight's in this room, that's abasa. Uh, uh, or of light reflected in a mirror is abasa. It's a reflection of the holy name, or Prabhupada describes it, a glimpse of the, of, of the holy name. And so this, this namabasa, is, this is explained in Chaitanya Charitamrita, namabasa uh, so, I, for, as far as we're we are chanting, we are trying to give up offenses, and, and, and so our chanting isn't pure, but you're getting there. Prabhupada sometimes refers to this stage of chanting as almost pure chanting, because it's potent. And, and Haridas Thakur says, in a, giving talking to a group of brahmanas, remember he's a Muslim. Uh, but he he says that uh, he says the namabasa gives uh, the fruit of namabasa the result of namabasa is mukti is liberation uh, uh, 
but the Shuranam, the pure name, is Krishna Prema. Uh, and then the, some of the people got offended who thought Mukti was the highest thing, where he's like saying it. It's like Namabhas. Because what, what Namabhas chanting does is destroy sinful reactions and brings one to the platform of Mukti. So it's not, you know, nothing at all. And, and it's, it's, certainly you have to get there, but, but that's, what it, that, that's what it does. Uh, and uh, he, Haidas Thakur compares this Nama Bas uh, to the dawning light of the sun in the morning, the sun's dawning twilight, you know, twilight that half light. So this, the the and he, and he he gives the example that when when uh, uh, the the dawning light is in the sky, the sun's below the horizon. You can't see the sun, but the dawning light is in the sky. Then the forest becomes safe. Otherwise, it's dangerous. But when the, the da- just the dawning light is there, the 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 wild animals go back to their caves and dens. And the dacoits, the the robbers, return to their hideouts, and the buddhas, the pretas, pisachalas, uh, the ghosts, the demons, uh, they go they go away. Dracula, we know, has to return to his coffin. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's the, the that, that's this. So in the same way, he says, all these dirty things, all these uh, material desires, are destroyed. Just by by this nama bas, and then when the shuddha nam is there, then then it's it, it, it's Krishna. So how how do we first of all how do we tell the difference? Well, uh, uh, by the way, the reason I, I I had such immediate experience with the holy name is I didn't know anything, so I couldn't commit offenses. For example. It's it's an offense to disobey the order of the spiritual master. I didn't know what the spiritual master was or the orders of the spiritual master. I was too innocent. Huh? And one offense, of course, is to blaspheme the Vaishnavas. Well, I thought they were all great souls. See, I didn't meet them yet. I didn't get to know them. <laughs> so it was really easy to think, oh, these are all great souls. You know, later on, <laughs> it became a lot harder. <laughs> do this. So in the, because people always describe, you know, when I first chanted I got so much advancement and then it became it became harder later on and then I've even heard people say in class, yeah, Krishna gives you a little uh, extra mercy in the beginning just to encourage you, but then you have to do it on your own. But I think really strictly what happens is something like that. In the beginning you don't commit you know, offenses against the holy name because you just don't know enough. But later on, you know, you then you have to you have to you have to uh, cultivate the holy name, and that means. Uh, so, is it good to chant without knowing the offenses? So that we don't <laughs> too late. <laughs> well, you'll never get very far, and sooner or later you'll commit offenses. I mean, it's, it's, it's that. but you know, it, it is uh, like a, a little extra extra mercy, you know. Uh, so so. Uh, uh, Hmm? What, what, here, here, Bhaktivinoda Thakur in the Harinam Chintamani, he uh, talks about the offenses, of course. So actually, it's, it's Namacharya Haridas Thakur talking to Mahaprabhu. Uh, 
and then Brother Bhaktivinoda Thakur is channeling this 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 conversation. But what it says is that he says the this this offense of inattentiveness while chanting. Uh, he says this is the offense from which all other offenses spring. It's like the it's like this fertile seed ground and the fences grow out of inattentiveness while chanting and that if we're not trying to become free from that offense we will not become uh, able to, to deal with the other offenses so that's a, that's a, and I thought of this it's really nice because because that's the one you really have to do with while you're sitting down and chanting Japa because Japa is a very simple arena you know, it's like your life, during the day it's so complicated, people, things are going on, stuff is happening. But for Japa, uh, th- think, think of a stage or a boxing ring or whatever, and, and there's just, there's you on that stage, there's the holy name, and there's your mind. <laughs> That's the, the simple arena, right? Just these three. Because the mind, you know, it's restless and turbulent and difficult to control, and it's like the wind. I mean, Krishna says all these things, how Arjuna says to Krishna in the sixth chapter of the Bhagavad Gita, how the mind is difficult. And Krishna says, I understand the problem, basically, in the sixth. I understand the problem. He said, but it's possible to control the mind. Uh, uh, by vairagya, by by detachment, uh, and abhyasa. And abhyasa means practice. And practice means repetition, which is what what we do. Uh, So here's the practice. We sit down, uh, we have our beads, and there's the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra, which is so easy to keep in your head because it's just three words. And you focus your mind on those names. That's Krishna. Patasri Krishna Namadi Nabavad Our senses, materially contaminated senses, cannot actually grasp Krishna's name. It's spiritual. Uh, uh, but the name also purifies the senses. It has the pu- this purifying effect if we are doing it properly. So we, we, we focus our, 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 our attention on the name and we just chant Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Hare Hare. And really, if the, if the mind wanders three, three mantras in and suddenly, you know, I'm thinking about something else, I'm wondering whether I left the front door unlocked or not, you know, things come up. <laughs> you know, and then my mind wanders. As soon as I notice my mind is wandering, I bring it back to the lotus feet of the holy name. That's that 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 is uh, clearing chanting. When I do, there are fences, but I'm trying to become free. The mind wanders. You bring it back. And you have, we have to, you know, have this very serious engagement with the mind because that, there's great prayers we should appreciate. Oh, my mind, you're not a Vaishnava, you know. <laughs> it's like it's true. 
uh, I, I mean, uh, the, the mind that we have, the subtle body that we have, it came with us from our past. We left behind a gross body, we got another gross body, but we brought with us the mind, you know? Who knows what's in that garbage truck of the mind, you know, that we have in, in here, you know? Uh, we're in the... And uh, Prabhupada sometimes suggests that being a devotee is a continuation from your previous life. And at first I thought, oh, that's great, I was a devotee before. Now I realize I blew it because I'm still here, you know. I didn't. <laughs> Actually, it means I failed. <laughs> I had to take birth again, you know. So, I, I, so I, I've got this inherited problem with, with my mind already. Who knows what I've done in the, in the previous lives, and I already know too many things about this life. So you have to just deal with the mind. And, and it's, it's either the friend or the enemy. And if we haven't conquered the mind, then it's the mind is the enemy. So that's chanting on the clearing stage. And a big part of our movement can be understood by a lot of people who have basically attracted to Krishna consciousness, want to be devotees, but really aren't practicing properly. And they're in the movement, and they're just haven't made any advancement, and they haven't made any advancement, and they're unhappy, and they can't follow all the principles and all this other stuff. And, but they are not the kind of people that can say, "What's wrong with me? Why? Why? Why is it like that? What's wrong with the GBC? What's wrong with the gurus? What's wrong? You know this, that, this person that they find all kinds of faults, complaining about everything, and basically because they're disappointed." They joined the movement because they expected all these wonderful things to happen. And sometimes it was happening for a while, but then it went away. And they, they somehow or other, they don't want to deal with whatever it is they deal with. Because I tell you something, when you start chanting on the clearing stage, you really, uh, uh, you really have to face up to the fact that, that you're pretty bad. You know, we are, we are, we are really not in good shape. We're in the material world and we have all these material desires. And if you start to see what, how, how bad my mind is, uh, maybe you don't want to deal with it. Because the other thing that has to happen with a little bit of clearing stage, this is where you start to become humble. Uh, and Trinada uh, Pisunichena uh, it's just realism. That's all. But some people, they, 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 they as soon as that they, they, they begin to think badly, you know, the, like the, the, have these thoughts, they run away from them. Uh, they think, oh no, I want to be a great devotee, and then they, they want to avoid thinking about this or, or, or something like that. But you have, you have to engage it. You know, I mean, because because the path of Krishna consciousness is the path of humility. It's becoming small. If you look at the Shishastika prayers, you just increase and increase and increase and increase in humility. That's, that's, that's advancement. And the false ego is, is demolished. And the, demolishing the false ego can, is painful. It really, it really is. But if, if we're on the clearing stage, we will, one thing we will know 
is, is, is that we may not see Krishna face to face on that, but we will know that Krishna is there and that Krishna cares for us. We will be making advancement. We will be making advancement. If somebody has been on the, on the offensive stage for some time and they just shift to the clearing stage, the whole world looks different. Because first of all, there's hope. You, you, uh, that, you, now, now you're not in a state of unacknowledged or acknowledged despair. There's hope. Uh, when you're on the clearing stage, you, uh, I've seen people who are not properly situated look at a, one of the book. You know, Tara with Prabhupada, he says the same thing over and over and over again. It's just boring. If you're on the clearing stage, Every page, oh, he says, look what he's saying, I need to know this, you know. It's like it, it becomes like really alive, you know. ISKCON looks better. <laughs> you know, it's like, uh, th- I, th- these things will happen just being on, on the clearing stage. And the clearing stage is something that's within our power to deal. We can do it. It's, and remember, it, it, it's a matter of you don't have to worry about 16 rounds. You don't even have to worry about one round. You only have to wor- worry about the mantra that's in front, directly present to you while you're chanting. Well, for me, it's, it's, I think of the mantra as, as eight pairs of names. And about one uh, moment of presence is a Hare Krishna, one pair of names. You know, I just deal with that pair of names that's immediately present to consciousness. And just give that those names the attention it deserves. Now, in some in the beginning, it will be mechanical. You may not feel anything, but I, what I'm doing is I'm showing Krishna that I'm interested in establishing a relationship. It may seem like something mechanical; the mind wanders. I bring it back, but I'm showing Krishna that I'm interested in a relationship because we're here because of a broken relationship with Krishna we, we turned away and we're looking for something else the substitute is not working out for us so we want to reestablish that relationship and when we when Krishna's sitting in our hearts he knows <laughs> he knows what's going on and when he sees we're just showing our interest uh, even this may seem like hard work to us and, and the mind really wants to go away I mean, the mind sometimes is really, excuse me, a son of a bitch. Uh, and, you know, pick it up by the collar, <laughs> you know, if you have to. You know. Because the good news is you're not your mind. You know, when we say you're not the body, we're not the mind either, you know. And, and, and just focus the, the attention. Make it come back. And you're showing Krishna you're interested. And then more and more, the holy name, again, the dawning light will be there. And you, you can feel it. You, you, can, you, can, you can feel that, 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 that uh, everything starts to transform. And you'll also see on that stage that Krishna starts to take control of your life. Uh, and... Whatever you need for the next thing you have to do for your spiritual advancement, somehow he'll make the arrangement. And you'll be able to see it. And so you have a relationship with Krishna. You haven't seen him face to face yet, all that stuff. Uh, but So the, this Nama Basa is something we can do. 
Then the Shudanam, Krishna gives that, uh, you know, you have to, have to just wait what he wants. And then at the right time, the right things will happen, the right place, the right association, uh, the right engagement. All those, he'll make, he'll make all, all those, those, those arrangements for you. Uh, so that, because when we say sadhana, sadhana means practice, that, that, that's what we do. When the pure name comes, then that's sadhya. <laughs> that's the goal that happens there. And of course, we never stop making advancement. Even in the spiritual world, people are still making advancement. Because there's no upper limit to how much you can love Krishna. You can, however it is, there's always more there. And so it go, goes on increasing. So, uh, really, uh, for, for us individually, to, to carefully cultivate the holy name, and the, and the, and the rules are very simple, very easy to do, uh, and we, we'll know what we're doing wrong, and, and, you know, sometimes we get lazy, we procrastinate, we, we, may, we may slide back a little bit, just if you fall down one way or the other, get up and keep going. Just don't quit. Just don't quit. Uh, uh, and, and so even in the beginning stages of Krishna consciousness, one will make advancement. Because it's the sincerity of our, our efforts. Uh, and we we're here, we've contracted so many material attachments. We have material desires we don't even know about yet, but you'll find out what they are. <laughs> Uh, and uh, but but uh, but we 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 are really not only dealing with with Krishna but Krishna as Lord Chaitanya in his most merciful way, uh, and no one can say I can't do it. I'm too fallen. It's like telling a doctor I'm too sick to take the medicine. You know, I mean, this is the cure. Uh, everyone is eligible. Uh, and uh, this is this is what uh, uh, and you know look we're here we're in the association of devotees we know about the the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra uh, uh, and uh, let's not waste time and not only is it good for us but then we can do good for other people that's the other thing. Uh, the trouble with the, the materialistic endeavor, they're all trying to fix the problems of the world without dealing with their own minds. That, that, that goes wild. <laughs> they try to fix everything else, and of course, it never works. They don't, they don't get to the root of the problem. So this is the highest welfare work. Uh, and uh, So just like if physicians uh, need to go into some area which, which ha ha has some kind of outbreak of a... Uh, highly um, uh, contagious disease, the first they inoculate themselves <laughs> and then they can go and help other people. We have to do this to ourselves, then we can also uh, do good for others that way. Okay? Huh? More questions? Yeah, that was so You're saying Namabhas leads to Mukti. Yeah. Is that the Mukti, impersonal Mukti, or is it the Goloka? Go back to the spiritual world. Well, you you could go there if you wanted to, but it, 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 it uh, but but uh, mukti means at least that you uh, understand I'm not my body. It's not just a theory. Uh, I, a humbrahmas, you understand I am spirit, 
uh, 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 not matter. Uh, and, and for us, we just know that, yeah, that this is the beginning of knowing Krishna. For some people, they don't know anything past that. Uh, but if, if, if a devotee w- would leave their body in that state, uh, they, they certainly wouldn't go to the Brahma Jyoti. They just go somewhere where they can make uh, more progress because they 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 know Brahma Jyoti is not the, not the, not the highest goal. But you're qualified for the Brahma Jyoti, certainly. But for us, that's just a halfway point on, on the way. Is that clear? Yeah. At least that's the goal for now. Can you speak a little bit more about what what mental, psychological, attitudinal adjustments devotees need to make from your experience, and what you know what adjustments one needs to make to chant Namapas? Yeah, I, 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 I. Uh... Uh, I, well, I've seen a lot of people not do it. I've spent, you know, a few years not understanding this properly. I mean, in the beginning, I didn't really get proper. What I've just explained to you, I'm more. Nobody told me this <laughs> because everybody, you know, an old devotee was somebody's been chanting for two years, you know. So we know we didn't, and we didn't have Chaitanya Charitamrita yet. And Prabhupada would say things like this, but nobody would 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 really understand what he's. What he's talking about, and, and and we would do things like, you know, if if you can distribute a lot of books, you're automatically an advanced devotee. When you're all you, well, it's not. I'm glad that they're distributing books, but what you really are is a good salesman. That's all. <laughs> and it's good you're doing it for Krishna. I mean, I'm not not disparaging it, but but it's. But then you think I'm a great devotee because look how many books I distributed. But when when you know, secretly you're. You could, and if you were selling can openers, you could also sell many of those too. But I mean, just your talent. So we didn't know these things. We didn't really uh, know these things very well. Uh, and um, one, one, ha- I think, uh, if, if we want to be successful in spiritual life, uh, this advancing in Krishna consciousness should be number one in our hierarchy of values. That has to be the... If it's number two or number three, we won't get very far. It has to be the first thing. Now, it doesn't mean it's the only thing you do. You have to work, family, all the other other things are there. Uh, Those are not forbidden. But they have to be done in such a way that they further the number one thing. But for, for a lot of people, uh, for most people, they have a religion. You see how many churches there are around, pious people, right? But it's one of the many things they do. <laughs> and it's just one of them. It's important for them, but it's not the main thing. You know, it's, it's, it's there with four other things or five other things that are important to it. So for most people, religion is, is like like like... Yeah, you know, on Saturday I play golf, and on Sunday I go to church, and I'm, you know, you have all your different things that you do, and this is one of the things you do. This is karma, kanda at best. You know, it can't be like that. If we, if if we want to actually advance to really becoming, uh, uh, really to get everything that we want, 
Unfortunately, we don't, we don't know how to get what we want, and we displace it on the other material things. And that's why people are working so hard in this world, because they, they, they want to be a success, and they want to have something that shows, you know, the, the, the achieve their goals. And when they get it, then the first thing they discover, that's not it, no, no, no. Okay, I, ha I have five billion, and it's still that, I must need ten. <laughs> or whatever, you know. Okay, I've got ten million dollars and that won't work. I, I, I need uh, need wife number six. Maybe that you know they they, they never never become satisfied. They're successful, right? And all they enjoy is this happiness. I'm a success. That's it. A little mental happiness is all they get because they they don't know. But if you begin even begin to get some some taste of Krishna, some you're successful. You, you've actually made some, 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 something out of our lives that, that's really worthwhile. We haven't wasted our time. Uh, so this, this is the thing. It really, really has... I think this is the answer to your question, right? It, it has to be the most important thing. And anything else we do, we find some way to do it that it, it, it supports that. Well, we'll go to the last one. Yeah, yeah. I think of Pupilataya, I was just thinking like when you were telling your experience joining your movement initially and you didn't know anything, you didn't know Prabhupada's instructions or the offenses, and you started chanting and you experienced a tremendous amount of advancement because it was, according to you, it was Navaha. Mm -hmm. Navaha is chanting. So I was just thinking that when we go out for Sankirtan and we induce everyone to chant or inspire everyone to chant, so. Is this what I should think that all the people who are on the streets they don't know anything about Prabhupada or they all are chanting in Namapad stage and if yes then what kind of well you I don't know you know one thing one thing I was doing I have to say this uh, by the time I became a devotee I realized there's no happiness in the material world and I was simply wanted spiritual advancement so that much was there I was chanting to become free from material desires if people are chanting to satisfy material desires then it will not be <laughs> it will not be there so there, there was that that much there of some uh, spiritual sincerity you know so you can't tell about it everybody but that that's that's how it worked okay yeah Raj, about inattentive chanting mm -hmm. uh, sometimes people say you, you keep on chanting whether it's inattentive or because you are getting some benefit but then, you, on the other hand, you're doing a prad. Because there, are, there will be many instances. Your body may be aching, or you are tired, mm, or yeah, something sure. happens in, in life. No, I, I've, one should keep trying. But, but, but remember, it, 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 it's just, we, sh we, sh we should really not think that when we are... I mean, I remember once standing at the Los Angeles temple, and... Uh, I'm talking to a devotee and I keep hearing this clicking noise. <laughs> and I, then he, he pulls out, he's got his clicker in his pocket and he's doing his rounds. You know, that, that won't work. Uh, <laughs> have to show some respect for the holy name, you know. Uh, uh, so, so that should be our goal. And we'll have good days and bad days. There'll be hard times and not hard times. We, we should understand what we should be doing and we should just keep trying. Just don't quit. And, 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 and uh, 
Krishna will see our sincerity. We're not chanting Hare Krishna for some material benefit where we really want Krishna. And he'll help us out. I mean, this is not a do-it-yourself project. It's just, it's just not, I don't have to alone control my mind, but I have to show Krishna that I'm really interested in, in, in reestablishing a broken relationship. I want to come back. And here's how we should do this is in the second of the Shashastika prayers. Because Lord Chaitanya says, Nam Namakari Bahuda, Nija Sarava Shaktista Tarapita, Niyamita Smarana Kala. Tavakripa Bhagavan, your mercy, your mercy is that you have so many names and you've dumped all your spiritual potencies in them and you've made them so easy to chant. Tavakripa Bhagavan. And what's the next part? Mama Durdaiva, my misfortune. My mis- There's a contrast, your mercy and my misfortune. And what's the, what's the misfortune? That I commit offenses while chanting. As this is how Prabhupada translates it in the in the Chaitanya Charitamrita, the last chapter. My misfortune is that I have no attraction, and the reason there's no attraction because I'm lamenting that I'm committing offenses, and just that is the clearing stage. You know that I realize I've no. So so here, here's here's this like this verse is this contrast between. Gratefulness for Krishna's mercy and a f- feeling about myself, I'm committing offenses. And therefore, and this verse exemplifies chanting on the clearing stage. Because, you know, Bhaktivinoda Thakur has shown us how they, Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur, how they, these Shastakas deal with the different. Stages and and this is the uh, this is uh, the clearing stage is 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 talked about in, in that particular second Shishastika verse. Uh, uh, and then t- t- uh, taste and so on. All these other things will develop. So we have to be the clearing stage. So notice in the clearing stage, there's the beginning of humility. Uh, this is my misfortune. Then the next next uh, text. Uh, uh, oh, it's probably my wife. It's going now. Excuse me. No, it is not. Okay. How, how do I turn this off? There we go. Somebody from Germany, no less. Anyway, so so the so, so the, the the next prayer begins. Trinada pisunichena. So the, here's that humility. That's where it, 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 it's coming. Uh, and uh, yeah, and humility is different from low self-esteem. By the way, you have to have some security <laughs> to be humble, <laughs> because because what we should know is e- even though I may, the holy name also lights up with a garish light. Uh, you know, all my my sins, my material desires, my you know everything I don't like. It, I can see them very clearly. Uh, uh, that's my mind, it's not me. I'm a devotee, and I'm praying Krishna to get, get rid of that stuff. Uh, uh, 
so you 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 have some 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 conviction that I, that I don't think I'm worthless. Obviously, I'm not worthless. I'm chanting the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra. Why am I chanting the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra? Well, because devotees move heaven and earth to bring the Maha Mantra to me. I, you can think of what Prabhupada went through to get to America. What what he went through? He saw the whole Gaudiya Mat fall apart around him. It took him 30 years, but he picked up what Bhaktisiddhanta left off. He ended up coming uh, you know, all by himself, without institutional support, without money. Uh, he undertook all of this stuff. Why? He did it for you. He did it for me. He did it. So we we're worthwhile to somebody. So this idea of you know uh, low self-esteem is not allowed. And why does Prabhupada do it? Because Krishna wants us back. Somehow or other, Krishna wants a relationship. He, you think of it in the spiritual world. He's surrounded by like all these, you know, Radharani and all the gopis. I mean, what accomplished devotees, expert at satisfying Krishna. And here, you know, we're sitting in the material world. <laughs> but he wants us back. He's got all that. He still wants each one of us back. Why? I have no idea, but that's, you can't deny it. <laughs> we have something, he sees something in us that maybe we don't see. We'll find out what it is. Because as Krishna becomes revealed, we also become revealed to ourselves. I have one more question. Yeah, Abhi, know, uh, go ahead. Abhide, Prayojan, Mursa, Prasanna. Someone. Someone. Could you explain a little bit? Abhide, Prayojan, and Sambandh. You know, I get confused in between many times. Yeah, well, uh, uh, Sambandha is just establishing a relationship. Uh, Abhideya, uh, advancing. Is that, that right? Where, where? That's the sequence, right? Sambanda, Abhideya, Prayojana. Yeah, right. Prayojana is the goal. Goal is Prayojana. Yes, yeah, that's right. Okay, yes. Goal is Prayojana. Sambanda. Abhideya is. Yeah, Abhideya, yeah. is making progress. And then, 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 then Prayojana is, is achieving the goal. Yeah. So in the beginning, Sambanda, we make a relationship with devotees, with the spiritual master, from that spiritual master. Uh, we 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 become initiated into the process, and that initiation, you know, means that it, 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 it's we we are now accepted as students. Uh, we've matriculated into the college, you know. We we've been accepted. We've got a course. We have to do it, and we follow that up, and and then at the end, there's graduation. Yeah. Sometimes it depends upon uh, it, it depends upon the particular um, circumstances of the person's uh, because you can go back down into sheer nama parad, and uh, and but maybe somebody will come and save you. You know, I mean, <laughs> you'll get some association, or you know, this or that. Uh, 
So th there's that kind of uh, unsteadiness uh, 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 like that. But steady progress. So 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 really, ideally, uh, nama boss means a kind of steady advancement. But even when it's steady, you're going to have good days and bad days. You know, suddenly, you know, Mercury moves somewhere else. And <laughs> it's just, this, these things happen, you know. So, so it will be easy and it will be difficulty, but, 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 but we, should, we should just try to be uh, uh, steadfast. And we're dealing with Krishna, we're dealing with the super soul, and there's absolutely no doubt, no question at all, that, that he will help us. He does help us. And just the fact, there's, and with that help, there's two things. One, that you know what to do next. And two, that Krishna's really looking out for you. You know, he's, he's in, into, into, into making all arrangements. And my experience is, if all I really need to be concerned about in my spiritual advancement is what's the next step? You know, if you look at the whole thing, you're going to go, ah, you know. And but just the next step will be enough to like, uh, you know. But if 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 you, if so, so if you just know the next step, he'll if you, and you kind of say to I, I want to take it. I I really want to uh, do that. And then you'll see the next step. Now you may procrastinate. <laughs> if you're really good, you'll do it. You know, and sometimes. Uh, You'll, you'll, you know, break it down or you'll think about it a while. But he'll show you. Uh, and he'll keep showing. But, but if chronically he shows us the next step and we don't do it, we don't do it, we don't do it, then, you know, then, then, then we may find ourselves sliding back, back down again. So we should make, uh, we should take the, uh, the, the next step. Uh, it may take time. At least Prabhupada, Prabhupada, when he gives his own self-description, uh, Prabhupada never thinks, has ever thought of himself as a great devotee. And he never describes himself that way. He describes himself as somebody who's given an order by his spiritual master when he was a young man to go to the West. And he was so attached to family life, he couldn't do anything about it until his old age. <laughs> <laughs> and he finally did something, finally, uh, and, uh, and uh, uh, then his spiritual master sent uh, you American boys and girls to help me, and now I'm doing something to satisfy my spiritual master. But it's really because of you that you're doing This is how great devotees think. They don't. Uh, so he, he has said in, in lectures, you know, that, that at one point, his, his spiritual master appeared to him in a dream and telling him to take sannyas and Prabhupada said, I was horrified. <laughs> he said, I was horrified. So that, you know, there can be normal reactions like that. But he took it seriously and he did this, then the next thing, the next thing. Uh, and one biggest, you know, he was, he, he was a decent person. He had a wife, he had children. But, you know, finally his wife did something that was so bad, he finally, yeah, okay, I, I, you know, made it so impossible. As long as he could try to keep 
all that stuff satisfied, you know, going. He, he kept it up. But then when, when she sold his Bhagavatam to buy tea cakes, that was it. You know, he, he did. Uh, and, and it wasn't easy. He, he goes to Vrindavan, and it's, uh, uh, very soon after he gets there, he gets gored by a cow or a bull. And he said, uh, he said, uh, I accepted that it was Krishna's mercy. He said, but I didn't understand how it was Krishna's mercy. But later I understood. <laughs> Sometimes you won't know. You, you won't do it. But, but uh, you know, Prabhupada said that, that, that when he got this order from his spiritual master, uh, twice actually uh, at their first uh, in exchange and their last in this letter that he should preach in English uh, uh, which meant go to the west which Bhakti Siddhanta gave that order to a lot of his disciples uh, uh, but he what he said he always took it seriously and he never gave up on it uh, uh, and uh, he tried different things. You know, he tried to start the League of Devotees, and that that didn't work out. But somehow, or other, he he got there. So it may may not look to us always so smooth. It may not look like some time. I I mean, uh, as far as the delay of of Prabhupada, he came at the right time. If he'd come ten years earlier, he publicly he says. I delayed for so long, but you know he he, he came at the right time. Krishna's in charge of timing, uh, and always he was he, he never forgot that goal, and he kept kept. Uh, he spent so many years translating these books and uh, all, all those things. Uh, it's never going to be the same for for everybody. Uh, uh, what it what it is, uh, and. Um, we, we are making ourselves accessible for Krishna to use us. And he knows better than we do uh, who we are and what we need. And uh, uh, we just make this our spiritual advancement and service to Krishna our, our main thing and if it looks sometimes we it looks like we're getting diverted and we're not uh, some, sometimes we are diverted but in any case we, we just as soon as we know you, you notice the, the, sometimes we're chanting the Hare Krishna mantra and we're furiously thinking about something else but then as soon as we notice bring it back and just keep it up and then gradually, less and less, will the mind will go away. And then uh, Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur describes how, in this stage, somehow we're f focusing our mind on Krishna, we're chanting the holy name, uh, and we can't. And suddenly, we discover we're thinking about something else—a traffic ticket or something, or some. You know, we're thinking about something. Oh, we can't. We cannot remember when our mind went away. He says, talking about a higher stage, he says, uh, 
we're, we're trying we're trying to get our car repaired. We didn't use that example. We're trying to do something in the material world, necessary thing like getting our car repaired. And suddenly we're thinking about Krishna. We don't know how our mind <laughs> went from that to, to like Krishna. You know, it's just the opposite. That 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 becomes the the default setting is is Krishna. It always wants to go back again. <laughs> that's, that's that happens the opposite way. Yeah. Anything else? I don't know what our time limit is. You can blow the whistle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're talking about how mind is. You have to control this mind and mm-hmm. smash it. Mm-hmm. So one of the offenses is also to maintain material attachments, mm-hmm. even after understanding so mm-hmm. many instructions. Mm-hmm. And Krishna also talks about abhyas, practice, and vairagya. Mm-hmm. So we want to give up some desire. Mm-hmm. Is that is that desire to give up something unwanted enough, or? Well, yeah, because because the offense is not having a material desire. That's an unfortunate condition, but just having it is not an offense. The the offense is maintaining a material desire. Means acting on it. No, it means saying, Krishna, please destroy all my material desires except for this one, (laughs) (laughs) or please destroy all my material desires. But after ten years, that's maintaining a material desire. Uh, so we we have, we have to we have to really say Krishna, please sit in my heart, come in as a string of Dave, my material desire like a Haranyakashipu, and just rip a mushroom. Please do that. There is some sometimes there is some fear of if you surrender completely to Krishna, how will things go on? Or um, yeah, so. Yeah, that's a way to avoid surrendering to Krishna because you think you know he needs you to do it. You know, don't you think Krishna can take care of everything? <laughs> Krishna can manage our lives better than we're doing. <laughs> he'll he'll make he'll make arrangements. Yeah, I know I know those fears. Yeah. What will happen? How will this will be? Yeah, sure. When you experience some miracles, uh, is it uh, like you are making a progress or just Krishna is bestowing his mercy on you? Or both. (laughs) Could be both. And sometimes it's just a a miracle. I mean, it it happens, you know. uh, one, one experience I had before I met devotees, I, you know, I was in the religion, I was looking for something true, studying all the different religions, and I was, uh, had studied Bhagavad Gita in about three different times, and I was reading a new translation, and when I read this new translation, it seemed to me that what the Bhagavad Gita was saying was surrender to Krishna. Uh, and... Uh, I thought this was my original discovery. I mean, because because nobody ever said that that's what the Bhagavad Gita was teaching, you know. And I looked at it. Yeah, that's what it seems like. Like he's saying, you know. Uh, and uh, I actually went. I had the book in front of me. And I was sitting at the table, and I went surrender, surrender, because I thought, you know, if that's what the Bhagavad Gita says to do. I should do it. Surrender, surrender. And I, of course, I looked up. Nothing happened. Uh, <laughs> but uh, within uh, two or three months, I'm walking across campus, and I hear ching, 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 ching. <laughs> you know, 
So, uh, I mean, uh, was it a miracle? <laughs> I don't know, but it was, it was well, there, well, there it was, you know. There, there, these, thing, these things are there. Uh, so, we can be grateful for Krishna. It's just you. And in some, some ways, you know, he, he knows us better than, than, than we do. So he's, a, he's a better, he's a better uh, arranger of our lives, you know. Have to let Krishna take charge of our lives, he said. Like that. So when we take time to advance, uh, that means we have not, uh, like, the offenses we have done in the past, we have not, what's the word I'm using, like lost our, you know, we have to... Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. We have not erased our past sins. Perhaps right? not. Perhaps not. Well, maybe just Krishna keeping you on ice for a certain purpose too. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, in, in, in a sense, Prabhupada once described pure devotees, they do not mind what becomes the future of their lives. <laughs> it's just up to Krishna what he wants to, wants, wants to do with me. And so, and so sometimes... Sometimes it may, may, may seem like nothing's happening, that I'm not making investment. You might be. You, you, you might be. And I know plenty of people that thought they were making a lot of advancement, but it turned out the opposite to be quite true. So, uh, we, 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 our, our, our knowledge is sometimes limited like that. Uh, and sometimes you expect to make, and you cannot achieve your goal, and you feel frustrated. Yeah, well, you know? then, then, then that should just be an impetus to keep trying. Sure, sure, right. We're being here. Yeah, it, nowadays it's uh, this book is essential for aspiring devotee. You know? To read this book before you can take any. Oh, this, this one here? Yeah. They did that, huh? Yeah. Does anybody need a copy? There, a bunch of true someone is nice enough to sponsor all of them. They're actually free. Um, yeah, he paid for the printing. How do you think it's essential for all aspiring devotees and all of us? All of us uh, at, at least, I know some of the gurus I have heard. Yeah. I don't know if they passed the resolution that way. You know, with with the, with the, the there, there's an examination that that people have to pass for. They can be recommended for initiation. I don't know if they put this on there or not. I think that was the intention sometime to do it. So many, so many young people. I was Well, I'm, glad, I'm glad you like it. I mean, yeah, I, just, I don't know why you were speaking. I was thinking about it. I, I have a question also, but I was just thinking about the dimension of the absolute truth becomes relative. Yeah, I mean, have you noticed they say the absolute, but Krishna actually has relatives? <laughs> <laughs> That's what it means to be a person. To be a person means to be related to other people. So there's a transcendental relativity, which the impersonalist can't even, you know, get close to that. Yeah. So I guess I'm, I mean, I, I, I guess I have a lot of questions. Um, but one thing I was wondering is, um, I think that the 
it said right on the cover of the book, this book is not meant for only casual reading, but meant for That's what Bhakti Chiruswami wrote in his... So, uh, how, do you all have a vision for how? I mean, part of it was my question, what you're talking about right now, going away from Nama Parada to Nama Bhakti. Yeah, that's, well, that, that's part of it. But the, but the, the, the other part of the implementation... Uh, at least is my, my understanding is really um, uh, uh, taking to heart the fact that uh, Prabhupada is the soul of ISKCON a lot of a lot of the this this book takes the form of a short little three or four page essay and then a long com- commentary. I wrote the essay first, and people said in my committee that we were working on, oh, great, now write a commentary. And that took about three or four years, I mean, four or five years to, to do that because I just started to track down where this, the meaning of this term founder acharya. And uh, in the process, I really, what I really learned about this is um, appreciating Prabhupada as a disciple uh, and exactly what he did as a disciple of Bhakti Siddhanta that, that made him so qualified. And uh, to, that's one of the lessons. Uh, but the, the, the other, other thing is, is to, give, to give you a real, a, a very precise a map of what our relationship as ISKCON devotees is with Srila Prabhupada. I mean, it really is uh, uh, a very uh, structured uh, re- relationship there, and uh, and uh, so this is uh, we're in ISKCON now. Now we have to act as instruments of Srila Prabhupada because because uh, he, he's he's just not some previous acharya in the past. Uh, he, he's also he's also the founder of Charya, which gives him a very, very special, very special place in everyone's lives, like that. And, and the whole unity of ISKCON, really, the, the, what embodies that unity is Srila Prabhupada, and that has to be like a sort of consciousness that needs to be developed. So one one question on that. Yeah, that's right. That's true. <laughs> but I was just thinking that so spiritual advancement sometimes it's, it's, it seems intangible. It's hard to perceive. In the same way, for devotees who haven't had those little quaint, you know, times with Prabhupada or significant times mm-hmm. or any times with Prabhupada, mm-hmm. you know, my 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 Diksha guru, I see him, I talk to him, he gives me instructions. Sometimes he's not pleased, you know. But but that relationship with Prabhupada is not as tangible. Yeah. So how how does it become? I mean, you're answering in one way by saying you're, you know, by doing the study, you appreciated Prabhupada himself. Sure. Well, I, 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 to to me, also, of course, he's available in the the fact that there's a certain set of books that he wrote that is there for all of us, and I, I firmly believe. I mean, my experience having read Prabhupada's books and the same books over and over again, every time I read them there's something new. 
and because there's an active re- relationship and there, there's a way in which in, in which um, uh, Prabhupada gives us instructions through those books and not just those people who are his direct disciples but also everybody in ISKCON there's, I, I think there's a lot of stuff encoded and certain certain times, certain circumstances in your life you'll find oh I didn't know this was in there I didn't know Prabhupada was talking about this and I, I, I think that'll go on and so that, 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 that's, a, that, that's another way. Sometimes it may become a little hard to read him because fashions will change, language will change, and, and so on like that, but one shouldn't, one shouldn't give up on, on this. I mean, what we wanted the people, the other people to write books too. I was there in his room once where uh, there was a, a visiting uh, professor and he said, do you see all these books? He said, these are, uh, we have so many books. He says, now you study these books and you write books about these books. It's <laughs> 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 general instruction. <laughs> the professor. Huh? He was telling the professor. Yeah, a graduate student, I think, at Columbia University. He's, he's either a new professor or a graduate student. Yeah. Write books about these books. Mm-hmm. And if you had to write books about a book, then you study the book that you're writing about a lot more than if you're just reading it. <laughs> That's a good thing about writing, you know. Okay? Oh, one question. Yeah. Thank you very much for taking my time to talk. Yeah, my talk. pleasure. Um, in a lot of purports, uh, Prabhupada writes about the danger of this material world. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, to a point where it's very discouraging at some times, right? And, um, but yet we have to live in this world. Mm-hmm. And we know this is not the place where we can make permanent plans. Mm-hmm. But we should, we still have some obligations. And mm-hmm. So, um, you know, it seems like it's a useless endeavor to uh, pursue uh, any kind of goals and desires in this world. That, mm-hmm. is, that is a given. Mm-hmm. But yet we need those desires to get through our life. Mm-hmm. Right? So how do we view this? Oh, well, um, uh, it's, the question arises in the Bhagavatam, how much sense gratification can you have? <laughs> uh, enough to maintain a healthy life. Uh, so, so one needs to be healthy. Uh, uh, that's because we want need to keep the the the, the body in, in, in good working order and the mind in good working order and uh, and and so so that has to be there Prabhupada uh, one see uh, a purport in the Bhagavatam he said one has to fight maya on favorable grounds he's talking about how in the water the crocodile was stronger than the elephant Gajendra because it was in his own grounds, his own place. And see, one has to fight Maya and favorable grounds. And when Prabhupada wrote that, he had had one sannyasi leader who had left sannyas and gotten married. And he said, so maybe for you, you know, this, for this person, sannyas was not favorable ground. So, okay, get married life and still fight Maya. <laughs> Don't give up the fight. So he said, what's favorable ground for one person won't be for another. We're individuals, we have different uh, uh, kinds of, of things. So 
it's not that so we 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 should uh, try to engage ourselves in Krishna's service we accept everything that's favorable we reject the things that are unfavorable and 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 uh, and, and Krishna will make whatever arrangements we need you see among Lord Chaitanya's associates there was Pundarik Vijanidi who he called father who was like rich as anything, you know, I mean, like really, people said, man, could this be a Vaishnava, you know, with the, all this uh, opulence and wealth, And but he was a great devotee. And the other was uh, Kulavikacharya Sridhar, you know, who just eked out a impoverished living, you know, selling banana skins or whatever, uh, coconut uh, bananas, uh, huh? banana leaf cups and things like that, yeah. That one was this way, one was that way, where they're both great devotees. So it doesn't mean that it's, it has to be the same for everybody. Maharaj Janak was great devotee. Huh? Maharaj Janak was great devotee. Yeah, sure. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, there were kings, what to speak of. Uh, yeah, but they, have, they are in a different league altogether. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. They were called what, Rajarishis or something. Rajarishis, yeah. Uh-huh. The rishis among the kings, yeah. Oh, when will we have politicians like that? <laughs> okay. All right, we better stop now. We're going to get some more. Pleasure, Guru. Thank you so much. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Okay, my pleasure. Thank you all. Hare Krishna.